Welcome to an everyday follower of Jesus Christ. This is your friend Cheryl, and I am excited to visit with you about galaxies without number. Ever since Neil Armstrong placed his foot on the moon's powdery surface, the human mind has turned with increasing interest and fascination to thoughts of outer space. Age-old questions since the time of Abraham and Enoch surface again. Is our Earth the only world in all of space that has intelligent habitants? Or is there life on other worlds? Perhaps intelligent beings like ourselves, or maybe even more intelligent beings than ourselves. Do they visit us? With spaceship sightings from New Mexico to Arizona to Montana and other places, People are convinced that they do visit us. It reminds me of when I was in Alamogordo, New Mexico, and an elderly gentleman requested uh, time to visit with me. He then shared his story of when he worked as a mechanic in the White Sands area and the Roswell spaceship that was brought there and the work he did. There is more to the story, and uh, stay tuned for the full story on another day. We all know that the moon is only a few days away from us at present speeds of travel. The speed is about 25,000 miles per hour when astronauts leave the vicinity of the Earth. Their rocket continues to slow down, however. However, otherwise, at 25,000 miles per hour, we could reach the moon in 10 hours. 400 times as far away as the moon is our sun, the nearest star, if we could maintain the 25,000 miles per hour speed, it would still take us almost six months to reach the sun. On distant Pluto, the sun would appear only as an extra bright star, giving off enough heat to keep Pluto at about 400 degrees below zero. Dark, cold, inhospitable place indeed. On the vast scale of distances in space, even Pluto is practically on top of us. While it would take 20 years to reach Pluto, even at our speed of 25,000 mph, it would take us 100,000 years to reach the nearest star outside of our solar system. And there are 100 billion such stars organized into the great system we call our galaxy, all revolving around a common center like a giant pinwheel. Individual stars in the galaxy are so distant from each other that light itself takes several years to get from one star to the next. Light only takes eight minutes to get to us from our sun. Miraculous. Our own sun with its attendant planets is about halfway out from the galactic center traveling around it in a great circle every 200 million years. As vast as our own galaxy is, there are still billions of others. Galaxies continue endlessly into space as far as the largest telescopes can penetrate. 
People often ask about the possibility of space travel to other planets surrounding distant planets. Distant stars, let me correct that. When we consider the staggering distances and the length of time it would take to reach even the closest star, hundreds of thousands of years, it is rather apparent that our traveling there is not in today's cards. The Bible apostles John and Paul both spoke of worlds without number created. This gospel truth received again in the dispensation of the fullness of times in which we live is a very significant assurance for us situated as we are on this tiny speck of sand at the outer edge of a minor galaxy, the Milky Way. Without the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we would appear to be living during one tick of the geological clock and in the midst of unexplained vastness. Enoch, a thousand years before Moses, said, and were it possible that man could number the particles of the earth, yea, millions of earths like this, it would not be a beginning to the number of thy creations, and thy curtains are stretched out still. Whether planets with conditions satisfactory for human life are a dime, a dozen, or extremely rare, science cannot tell us. Other stars are too far away and our means of learning about them too meager. For us, just like Enoch, Moses, Abraham, we are directed in this time we live for, for our attention to be on this earth upon which we reside. To Moses, this direction was given by God, quote, But only an account of this earth and the inhabitants thereof give I unto you, for behold, there are many worlds that have passed away. Innumerable are they unto man, but all things are numbered unto me, for they are mine, and I know them. Unquote. The prophet Jeremiah recorded, quote, He hath made the earth by his power. He hath established the world by his wisdom, and hath stretched out the heavens by his discretion. Unquote. Enoch, to whom the Lord revealed so much, praised God amidst his vast creations, exclaiming, Yet thou art there. Yes, this God, whom has made worlds without number, galaxies beyond our comprehension, is here in the details of our lives. Science cannot explain life on this planet, nor tell us about other galaxies other than they do exist. However, all that we do know comes from God. Let us not minimize the influence of God that we, a speck of sand in the galaxies without number, has this omniscient God present to each of us. A universal God is actually involved with our small, individual universes of experience, in the midst of his vast dominions, he numbers us, knows us, and loves us perfectly. This knowing fills my being with gratitude. For a personal God that cares about the details of my life 
and answers when I knock. When the Lord gives us line upon line and precept upon precept about himself and his plans, many ignore these great gifts. Instead of lines, some demand paragraphs and even pages. When God provides here a little and there a little, some want a lot right now. The reality, none of us are capable of more than line upon line and precept upon precept. So let us patiently learn of him and his plans and grow to deeper understanding and seeking of his truths. Gospel truths are the vital integrating and ordering truths, not only telling us of things as they really are, but also as they will really be. Imagine not only as they really are, but also as they will be, the present to the future. It is not about the material things. It is all about the spiritual matter, which surrounds us that even the rocks, trees, winds, and waves obey his voice. Do we, whom the Lord loves and whom has stated his work and his glory is to bring to pass our immortality and eternal life? Yes, you and I, who are only a tiny speck in the vastness of galaxies without number, are seen and loved and of infinite value to this universal and great God. Obeying his commandments seems like a small price for us to pay. Like you, I want it very clear today that I am on God's side of the line between good and evil. I want all that I encounter to know by my words, countenance, and actions that I am a follower of Jesus Christ. Will you join me? Until next time, God be with you.